I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. Talking, talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. So late last year, I was writing a lot in my journal about fear and love. And what I felt like the Lord was showing me is that so much of my life has been driven by fear. Even when I show love, often I'm driven by fear. That is, I show love because I fear rejection. And showing love is a way to get love instead of rejection. And what I felt like the Lord kept promising me is, I'm going to teach you how to make love your motivation. I'm going to teach you how to be driven by love. I'm going to teach you how to live from love and toward love and in love instead of from fear and toward fear and in fear. I've been meditating on uh, those things, thinking a lot about it. And what I begin to realize um, is that this is everything. This is really everything. It's so simple. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, love is patient Love is kind. Now, uh, relationally, the, the application of that verse is obvious. And I experienced it most uh, poignantly uh, with my daughter, my relationship with my daughter, because at times I become impatient. And when I become impatient, I become unkind. So the sign that I've lost my patience is when I lose my kindness. And so every once in a while, I snap at my daughter. I raise my voice at her. And then I realize after the fact, okay, that was unkind. I didn't have to talk to her that way. I could have said the same thing, but in a very loving way. I could have said it firmly, but lovingly. Um, So I go back to her and I say, baby girl, the way daddy said that was wrong. I'm so sorry. Daddy was wrong. Daddy's not going to talk to you that way anymore. I apologize. Um, So that, number one, is pretty easy for me. My daughter's only 13 years old. She's not a bad kid. There's not really much to be frustrated with her about. My wife, on the other hand, it's a lot different in my relationship with my wife because, number one, I've been married to her for 22 years. And what you find when you get married is that there's certain things that just will not change. You know, I mean, you marry somebody and you hope they'll change or you hope they'll grow. And yes, they will grow and they will change, but there are certain areas, and you gotta, you gotta, you got to have this in mind when you get married, that there are certain areas that are either not going to change or are going to take decades to change, that only God can change. And futility is when you're trying to bring about a change that only God can bring about, when you're trying to force your partner into a, way, a place of change. Um, that's manipulation, that's control. But at the end of the day, what you find is uh, early on in marriage, you feel like you have so much more patience. But after 20 plus years, you find yourself thinking thoughts like, I've put up with this for 20 years. I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And whenever I come to that way of thinking, I'm instantly confronted with the fact that I've lost my patience. So number one... I realize I lack patience in the way in which I relate to my wife in my own mind. And then that spills over into the way I speak to her with my mouth. And so I frequently, not not as frequently as it used to be, thankfully, you know, we've been working on things. But sometimes I had to go back to her and say, you know, baby, I'm so sorry I spoke to you that way. The way I said that was not right. 
that didn't come from the right heart. Now here's the second component of that. My wife is not easily impressed. You will never impress her with something in a moment. It took me more than 20 years to figure this out. Matter of fact, if I'm honest, I'd say this year really is the first year that, that that's actually made sense to me. For instance, my normal impulse is I want to show love by creating surprise. So she's coming home from Indonesia a week from tomorrow. I want to surprise her. Already I'm thinking about how I'm going to surprise her by getting the house cleaned, uh, making a nice dinner that she can enjoy as soon as she comes in, having a nice bath drawn for her. Like, I, you know, these things I want to surprise her, and that's how I show her love. She's not going to be impressed by that. I was telling somebody last Sunday, I could build a new wing onto the house while she's gone. She won't be impressed with it when she gets home. She'll say, oh, okay, how much did that cost? When did you find the time to do that? And then she'll name probably three or four other things. Well, did you do this? Did you do that? Oh, so you didn't do that, but then you did this. And then I'd be hurt and I'd be upset. Man, I worked so hard to try to show you love and you don't feel loved and you're not impressed, blah, blah, blah. What I realize about my wife is that she's not impressed by one solitary momentary burst of strength. That doesn't impress her. What impresses her, what makes her feel loved, is consistency. So getting the house totally clean before she comes home on Sunday is not going to impress her. But if I keep the house clean for the next six months, she will probably say something like, Wow, baby, I can't believe you've kept this whole house clean. I haven't had to ask about any mess for the last six months. That's amazing. She is impressed by consistency, by faithfulness. So, you know, building the wing on the house, that example, if I did that, she wouldn't be impressed. But if three years from now that wing is still sturdy and strong, nothing has gone wrong with it, and we're using it for some important function, she would look back and say, wow, baby, I can't believe you built this with your bare hands and it's still standing and we've been able to use it for so many things and it's wonderful. Thank you so much. So it has to be tested. She's not going to get excited about something that she doesn't know if it's going to collapse in a week or not. That's the way she needs to be loved, which means that in order to love her well, I must cultivate patience. And what I'm discovering as I'm meditating this morning is the link between patience and love. Love is patient. Joy, if you don't be quiet. She just loves to bark at nothing. See, that wasn't very patient of her, of me. Love is patient and then love is kind. And so what I realize is if I lose patience with my wife, I lose kindness towards her. And then secondly, in order to love her well, I must exercise patience. And patience in my daily life is really a form of discipline. Discipline is the means by which I do hard things that I don't want to do, regardless of the fact that I don't want to do them. That's discipline. So when the Lord said to me, I'm going to teach you how to live from love, toward love, and in love. I'm going to teach you how to make love the primary motivation of your life. What he was really promising me is to teach me patience, and through patience to teach me kindness. But in order to do that, I've got to exhibit discipline, which means I have to, I have to be consistent. And that is the, the 
That is the thread through this whole podcast, isn't it? It's building consistency in my life. Consistency from a biblical, a biblical perspective is really faithfulness. Um, fruit of the Spirit. And that's what I need. I need, mo- I need mo- more of that. So, Lord, would you help us to be patient? Would you help us to be kind? Would you help us to be consistent? I know, Lord, I need a double portion of the spirit of consistence, the spirit of faithfulness in my life, so that I can love my wife well. And I confess before you that I'm much better at loving my daughter than I am my wife. I'm much more patient with my daughter than I am with my wife. Please help me in this interim while she's gone to recover a depth of patience with her so that I can love her as you love her and as she deserves to be loved. I pray it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a great day. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. Talking, talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary.